Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, go to PCAPaintEd.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all you non-members out there, sign up for our free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the Apple Store and Google Play. In today's podcast, we feature an episode from PaintEd with Torlando. In this episode, Torlando talks with Luke Hansen from Company Cam about using visual communication as a way to improve organization across multiple job sites. This episode is sponsored by Bayer and PPG. Welcome to Paint Ed. My name is Torlando. I am your host. So glad to have you guys as listeners uh, today. This great, great, wonderful, wonderful pre-winter day. Uh, We got a lot of work happening out there. I'm sure you guys are wrapping up big projects, uh, trying to beat the the winter rush, trying to beat the holidays. And hopefully the work is not slowing down. Hopefully you're still going strong and the demand is high and you're prepared for what these uh, winter months are going to be like. Uh, We are super excited to have um, a really wonderful guest today. I'm going to get into that in a minute. But before I do, I want to let you guys know that the application for the industry awards are uh, available live. If you go to pcapaint.org backslash awards, you can apply for one of these awards. And it's a good deal because if you win, then you get eternal bragging rights among your initial, uh, among your industry peers. But also, you get to demonstrate to your clients that you are a top performer in your field, that you are one of the best of the best of the best, and nobody will be able to take that away from you. So apply to our win- industry awards at pcapaint.org backslash awards. And here's the cool thing about the industry awards. Every year at the expo, which is happening in March in Orlando, Florida, it's going to be nice and warm, be great. You can go see Shamu. Is Shamu still alive? I don't I don't know. You can go down and hang out with a bunch of, of uh, other contractors, get great education. And at the end of the event, we have an award ceremony. And this award ceremony, I'm telling you, this is like the Oscars of the paint industry. It's that big of a deal. It's fancy. You wear nice clothes. You get a really nice meal. And then you get announced as, as an award winner. And uh, what, a, what a great... Uh, honor and uh, level of prestige that that is. So I was talking to our guest and, you know, the the interesting thing about our industry, in my opinion, is that the the quintessential uh, symbol of our industry is the paintbrush. And the brush has not really changed. I mean, you get a little bit of nuance with the new filaments and, and things coming in. You know, you got DuPont out there making different, you know, Chinex bristle and all this. You get little incremental changes, but fundamentally, painters are super old school. But we live in a much different world today. A lot of a lot of companies, a lot of tech companies are coming in and providing tools to streamline our operations and and uh, and you know help us to be more efficient in a lot of ways. And it's because a lot of the things that we have been doing for literally hundreds of years 
are not that effective at helping us scale. You might have noticed as you have tried to grow your business that adding crew members, running multiple job sites, uh, being distributed across the city, or maybe you're even multi-city, the communication starts to break down. Job quality goes down. You can't be everywhere at once. And for a lot of folks, being able to scale and grow the business of their dreams, a business that can actually afford to hire a project manager and a sales rep so that you as the owner can just focus on building an asset, an investment that doesn't require your time and all of your attention and energy, but you can just be a leader. Well, that's really hard to do in the trades. It's really hard to do. Now, we are not a stranger to remote work. The whole world has been, you know, going nuts over this, you know, remote work stuff. We've been remote forever. Uh, you sent your guys out into the into the field. Um, they're working all over the town. And and the question is, how do you keep everybody uh, organized? How do you communicate? How do you ensure quality? Those are really tough things. And the more people that you have on staff, the more job sites that you've got going on, the harder it is to manage. And so I decided to bring on Luke Hansen from Company Cam, uh, industry partner, uh, to talk about their, uh, their philosophy surrounding documentation and how to do things remote, how to do things, how to bring our, our ancient artisan craft into the 21st century. I'm so happy to bring on Luke Hansen. Let's bring him on to the show. Hey, Luke, what's up, man? I'm glad to be here. You're you're a poet. I mean, that, <laughs> that intro was like beautiful. Uh, but thank you for having me. I'm pumped. I do what I can, you know. It helps me helps me with the ladies. <laughs> yeah, we all need a little help there. No, that's 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 hardly true, but so, okay. So, uh, Luke, you tell us, tell us a little bit about your background because, um, you know, I have a feeling that, you know, you, you saw a problem in the world and it, and it just kind of, uh, it probably bugged you enough to, to want to do something about it. What, what, what was the genesis of the idea behind company cam and why are you doing what you're doing? You are spot on. I'm telling you what, like you get wiser every second that I hear you talk. I'm just like this Torlando's on it. No, we, so I, uh, come from Nebraska, you know, it's in the middle. Uh, you may have flown over it from time to time, but it's heard of it. Yeah. You've heard of it. My, you guys so compete dad, with us. Uh, I'm in Indiana. So we're, you know, we're competitive in terms of the Hoosiers, the Huskers. We had this <laughs> debate the other day with a buddy of like, why are they, you just call people from Indiana Hoosiers. We were Googling it anyway. Uh, we eventually got to the bottom of it, but, uh, yeah. you know, my, my dad started, uh, our kind of family roofing business, uh, mm -hmm. the, basically the year I was born, I'm, I'm old 37. So this was 1984 and ran this good local construction company, you know, for a long time. And I grew up, uh, cleaning up job sites, you know, from probably an illegally young age mm -hmm, and graduated mm -hmm. to like nailing down the shingles. And then I did marketing and sale. I kind of done roughly every job you can do at a local contracting business. Yeah. And in, I think it's like mid 2014, 
I, I got put in charge of managing our siding and gutters, which mm-hmm. uh, I didn't know as well as roofing. In fact, you know, we were really good at roofing houses and you knew what to look for and you knew how to plan it. Just like it just was part of how we operated. Everyone knew what they were doing. Yeah. Get into siding and gutters. And uh, we didn't know what we were doing as much. So we were trying to plan more, try to get on the same page. And we would do things like, uh, you know, we'd estimate the roof and then the siding and the gutters. And, and, and on our sheet, it would someone would write one story. It's one story tall. So yeah. you need like a 12 foot ladder and you're up on it. Well, then you get out there to wrap the fascia and it's like a 40 foot gable. It, it, it's just like things yeah. that were like, okay, we need to get on the same page. And I'm, I was saying everyone needs to be taking photos. We kind of knew that we were doing yeah. it a little bit, but people were handing me memory cards and all of this stuff. And I was, so I was trying to run this division. I was trying to do our marketing well, memory cards. And, that is old school. Yeah. I mean, it was like, it was like, <laughs> So I tried to get us using Dropbox, you know, we, but people have actual jobs to do. So getting things organized in the Dropbox and creating the right folder and uploading them. And it was like, it just wasn't happening anywhere near at the rate or the efficiency that we needed it to. And mm-hmm. I got to thinking, okay, we're all carrying around these supercomputers in our pockets. Now they got cameras, they got GPS attached to them. All we really need to do is just take these pictures and then organize them by that location so that we can look and find them and talk yeah. about them and have them, you know, to kind of cover our butt type of a thing. And I was looking for an app. I was like, someone's done, you know, there's an app, I'll find an app and we'll like, it'll solve our problem here. And I could not find anything. I did, there was just like nothing that was along those lines on the market. Yeah. And I decided at one point, I was like, you know, we should do this. Like I, I thought we needed it. And I, I run on the ask forgiveness versus permission framework mm-hmm, mm-hmm. most of the time. Yeah, I can tell. So I can tell. I, I hired a, <laughs> uh, I hired a dev, like a kind of a dev shop, a local, you know, little group that builds software for companies kind of on, on demand yeah. and had them build out what I thought was kind of the, the, the V one, you know, the, or the MVP, the kind of the minimum viable product that would let us see like, is this useful or not? And we realized pretty quickly that it was, it, it, that it, what it solved our problem was making it really easy for any, any person in the field to take out their phone and would use their GPS mm-hmm. and uh, they would take pictures and then it would kind of, it would go to Google and be like, what's the address of where this person is, you know, cause Google has got mm-hmm. it all mapped and sure. it would store them in that address so that mm-hmm. we had this list of addresses and it had photos in them. And like, it just automatically happened just by you going out and taking the pictures. Interesting. Uh, and that was the key problem. Just get it organized because if you're two people, like you can be very disorganized, but there's sort of an upper bound to like losing things. The yeah. more people you have, you know, at this point, maybe 2014, we had like 50 people, uh, yeah. you know, at the company. And that's, you've got a mess on your hands if you don't have a process and like a standard operating procedures and that stuff. Right. So, um, we, we got this, we saw that it was kind of valuable. And I, I was realizing working with this dev shop, they were doing a good job, but they weren't really like committed to the long term to like making it mm-hmm. really uh, great for the user and not because they're like they were doing a good job but that's just not the dynamic yeah you pay them they produce the thing you know yes Yes. right so we decided hey let's split let's start our own company uh company cam Mm -hmm. and 
uh, go out, try to hire some people and see if this is something that we can sell in the market, you know, because sure. it's valuable to us. So we kind of hustled that out beginning of 2015. What we realized, I mean, learned a lot. <laughs> There's a lot, lot to learn over from then to now. Yeah. Software but, is making software is not putting on a roof. No, it's the economics are different. Yeah. So, like there, now there are a lot of similarities in just like how you run a business, how you sure. treat people. I mean, you can learn a lot and do things, you know, be in a big head start if you just run a good operation. But there's enough different that you really got to internalize some of it. But even just with the product, what we realized is that, okay, organization is a huge piece. Like that's the problem we set out to solve. Get it mm -hmm. from there and get it organized without anyone having to think very much. Because I know uh, if it's just extra work, it won't be done. It has to be right. like less work and simple. And so we realized getting it organized was awesome. But once you're sort of in an app doing it, um, and we were, we were, you know, compressing the photos and uploading them from the field that we could just deliver, you know, me as the manager of that division or my dad as the owner, like a feed, we call it the project feed now, but a feed mm -hmm. of all the latest photos from every job. So you can see, mm -hmm. oh, awesome. Adam got that stuff dropped off over there. Oh, great. Uh, Jose is going to finish a little bit early or this, these things that you're kind of wondering about that you might be texting about. But you, when we pulled it all out of these folders and delivered it almost like in an Instagram style feed, yeah, 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 that that was really powerful. Like we all of a sudden like just saw way more than we had ever seen about what was happening, and we we would see things going kind of sideways, you know, yeah, like sure, someone's putting the Tyvek behind the step flashing on the roof, and like that will leak because yeah. water follows gravity. Look and this guy, he normally, I, I got <laughs> yeah. like, look, I, I studied mechanical engineering and they, you learn these really sophisticated, no, but the, the, uh, it's this kind of stuff that maybe you would have a problem two years from now. Uh, yeah. but if you sort of see it happening, you can kind of catch it. And, and so, like, you know, we'd be saying, uh Oh, they've got a bunch of rotten and I'm giving you all roofing analogies because yeah. I, that was the, where we started. Uh, right. You know, it's like, oh, there's a bunch of rotten plywood decking on this roof. We see the pictures come through. And before we even got the call from someone, we were loading up a truck with, you know, OSB and driving it out to, to a site. And it's like, that was just really, really powerful. And we realized it's the organization you have to have. Everyone knows when they have a problem of disorganization, when you can't find something. I mean, that that was so frustrating to me. You know, I'd have to like drive back out to like look at the color of a gutter because I couldn't remember yeah. and I couldn't tell on the something. It's like just having the picture of it where you're like, oh yeah, it was brown or something like right. that. Right, uh, right, right. Helped. But uh, that communication and kind of like real time accountability piece is what is really sticky for people. And like we we kind of just stumbled into that. We We really didn't go in thinking that we went in trying to solve our problem of organization, but then we realized, whoa, once you, once you get all of this information flowing and then mm -hmm. we allowed you to kind of comment on it and mention people, you know, almost like a Facebook thread or something where it's mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. at Orlando, like we need this, or you're just writing little notes, but it's sort of all connected to that, to the photos at that time. It's yeah. like, you've got that visual context of this is the state of this thing. And it's, it's provable. Like it's connected to the location. It's time stamped. you know, who took it, you know, it's all this like 
real information. And so when you look back at notes or the communication, you really are kind of seeing this whole picture. Mm -hmm. And um, so we started to get more and more traction uh, down that road. And it was mostly at the time in, in roofing because we knew roofing. I knew the manufacturers. I knew the groups. I knew that, you know, we just, when you're involved, like you were talking about the yeah, event, totally. I like pictured a roofing event. I went to like wearing a ridiculous outfit, right. uh, you know, getting a, some award, but, uh, it, the thing that's good for us as a business, but is also true of our customers is that these problems like I can tell you all about all different roofing problems in the communication. Mm-hmm. It's the same problem, whether you're uh, installing gutters, uh, fixing plumbing, painting a house, building a fence. It, it, it's the work isn't happening where you are. You yep. need to document it, communicate around it with kind of that accountability and that, uh, that like knowledge of what's happening. And the, the product works you know, just as well. We have a lot of painters that use it. Um, but we had to kind of figure out how to sell it, how to even talk about, cause I don't, for example, I don't know the story that every painter knows about the frustrating thing when something mm-hmm. goes wrong, <laughs> you know, like that, yeah. that you have that you can't avoid. And that's when people usually have like an aha moment. They're like, Oh, we would have had this problem. We can clearly see that we were on the track to have yeah. this problem that is really frustrating. And then we didn't because we could see what was going on. Uh, we could uh, communicate more effectively, do that accountability. You were saying quality. That yeah. wasn't, sorry, I'm going to monologue for about 30 more seconds. But That's good. That's good. That I was also surprised by the change in quality of the work getting done because any customer or any person, you don't know what it looks like up close when a roof vent is really nicely mm-hmm, properly mm-hmm. installed. No one knows what that is. And so if no one is really going to see that you can kind of half acid and just, you know, do in a sense, the minimum, but if that's going to flow through your whole company and 50 people that know exactly what it looks like when it's get done, right. Are going to see yep. it. Then you there, there's just the implicit accountability. And what we found is that our guys were getting in there and making fun of each other. Uh, like in Spanish yeah, uh, about right. the, the, Hey, nice job with that. Like, is this your first day or something? It's this <laughs> kind of stuff that was, it was funny. And it was a little, almost like a, you had a, a little bit of a social network feel there, mm-hmm, but it was more mm-hmm. of the uh, people that know what good is. A bunch of them are going to see it. And that just made people not want to be the butt of the joke or to have someone give them a hard time sure. and our like objective reviews of these jobs that our inspectors were doing just got like way better. Once we had this transparent, uh, place where you could see what, what the work looked like and what was happening. So yeah. that's a, that's story dramatically blew the scope of the question. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> that's, uh, we are somewhere near, uh, uh, where, where we're heading, I think. Yeah, for sure. So, so I want to drill into some of these, uh, you know, some of these topics, and I want to, I want you to kind of give us a picture of, you know, what what does it look like um, for a company on a, on a principal base? So you talked about account accountability. You talked about organization. You talked about communication. You talked about workflow. Um, I want to drill into some of these some of these topics, and you know, with or without company cam, because you know, mm-hmm. yes, absolutely. Hey folks, they're an industry partner. You should use them. But if they're not quite ready to to tackle that expense, but they still want to have 
some of these, uh, you know, some of these things. I want to talk about what that needs to look like from a process, uh, you know, on a process level for the company. So let's let's just talk about um, let's start with the organization. OK, what to you what what do you think is the ideal um, organization of job sites? You mentioned that at your company, at the at the family company, you had 50 uh, employees. That's a lot of projects going on at once. About how many projects would you say is that going on at one time? I mean, at the time, you know, we're probably doing somewhere between 10 and 20 just like jobs where we're, yeah. where we're, we're doing a project. And then between sort of sales reps, people checking things, operations, just like the amount of places that people are at on mm -hmm. any given day where they will want to capture information yeah. could be, you know, up to 50 to 100. Okay. So that's a, that's a buttload of, of projects happening all at once in, in one day. Yeah. So, um, so how do we need to kind of wrap our mind around organizing that? I, so people that know me will know that my strength is not organization. <laughs> one of the reasons I wanted to make this app is because like, if I was great at organizing yeah. everything, you know, I wouldn't have maybe seen the problem as clearly. Uh, right. But what what I thought roughly the way that we did things was let's organize everything by the address. The address doesn't change. Uh, it's it's kind of searchable and easy. You kind of remember where things were. Mm -hmm. And so when we were thinking of just like, how do we want to get this stuff organized rather than like a job number or, you know, something that was somewhat arbitrary, the address is just, again, it's universal. You mm -hmm. remember it. So when yeah. I think about, it's getting unique. organized in this regard it's it's the ease of getting the content uh stored somewhere then your ability to locate that identifier let's say so an address something like that and that which is what made the most sense to us mm -hmm. and then uh your ability to take it where it is and put it to work uh so that could be in you know the communication the accountability mm -hmm. the uh, send it to the insurance company. You know, there's a whole bunch yeah. of ways in which you need to be able to easily get it there. You want to be able to find it and then you want to be able to get it out and make it more useful to you, roughly speaking. And right. so, you know, it, let's say, Hey, company cam's not for you, whatever. There's, there are ways to kind of string that together that are not, that, that are not necessarily going to be a disaster if you stay on top of them. Yeah. Uh, so, creating using something like Dropbox or Google Drive and creating a folder for every time and then having people go search for that folder and upload things into that folder so that they exist there. And then, you know, once they're there, it's not too hard to um, email them or do other things that are that are connected to that. So that's yeah, that's a pretty simple way, um, depending on the, let's say, business management software you use. Uh, they may have ability to do some of this stuff. Um, you know, my concern always with this is like how much you have to affirmatively go out and try to do versus yeah. you making kind of one decision and then it all happening. That's yeah. like, I, like I, I always think well, an adoption of those processes is, is so difficult because, you know, they're th these guys are out here with with a brush in their hand. They don't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. It, and it's almost. I don't want to say it's the op the better you are of let's say a manager or something maybe the more you can 
like make make people do or mm-hmm, process you mm-hmm. can drive. But for me, it was always if we cut steps and simplify, then it, we will get better follow through. And, mm, and you know, mm-hmm. you can always like have outside incentives to that, but that's what I'm always looking for is I, I think Tim Ferriss asked us like, what would it look like if it were easy? Yeah. And starting from what, what would that be? And trying to go from there, I think is really, uh, it, it's a good way to start thinking about it because it, it, you can almost like throw out real world constraints and just start thinking like, okay, if this was easy, what would it be? And then, right. you know, see if you can put that together some way. But yeah, when it comes to organization, uh, I'm going to throw out another piece of software that we used to use that I like, especially if you're on the smaller side, I just love this tool. Um, and it's called Trello. Mm-hmm. Trello, it, you know, it's a, the, the word is Kanban, which is a, I don't even know what it means, but it basically it the just Japanese, you, whatever it is. I'm sure. Yeah. It's something, <laughs> but it allows you to kind of build out a, a, a bunch of sort of stages in front of you, almost like a bunch of lists where you can easily drag one thing from a list to the next list. And the thing that you're dragging isn't just like text. It's like a card. So we yeah. can have photos and notes and all this other information. And so we would, what we would do is we would get a lead and we would just create one of these cards. Hey, this is the name, address, phone. The information was there and we would drop it on the, Hey, uh, need to estimate phase or, you know, that, that column. And, um, we would, we would copy the company cam link in our case, put it in there. Mm -hmm, But if, mm -hmm. if it was a Google drive folder, drop that in there. And then as we went out, we would just kind of drag it through the process, see where it was at. And, what I love about that is it's, it's like visual and it's like right in front of you. It's almost like you've got, you know, sticky notes on the wall that you're kind of moving around into different categories. Right. And it's really intuitive. It makes obvious sense to almost anyone. Right. It's not, and you don't really feel like you're, you know, moving things around in the database of a system as much as you're just, oh, I'm just moving this card over through a process. And that as far as the organization goes, if you mm-hmm. can find a simple thing that accomplishes most of what you need to do, then that's always where I would start because half of the time, in my opinion, things that you think you need to do around kind of organization are probably are often not as important as you think they are. They're kind of like the perfect solution, but yeah. that perfect solution, if it's got 10 steps, can cause breakdowns along the way. And sometimes you got you, the owner or someone that's working or that, you know, it's kind of a high organization person. Oh, they'll do it. No problem. It just makes sense. But for the person who like me, who can't remember anything and struggles to like do the bare minimum of the steps that you need to do, just having a simple visual thing that I can mess with was really powerful. Yeah, for sure. So this, I think brings up an interesting concept that I think I want to go into next, which is this idea of visual communication. Uh, you know, it's it's one thing, I think, in a company um, to, to be able to, you know, send a text message or pick up the phone and call and say, what, you know, what do you think about this? Or what do you know, how, what am I supposed to do here? But by making it visual, I feel like um, in a lot of ways, well, that's the reason why it's so helpful to get on the job site to problem solve. But when you've got 50 projects going on, or even five for that matter, 
um, getting physically in that space is, is really difficult, but it's so powerful. So what do, what do you think is the, the, the importance of developing a visual communication style in your company? Oh, yeah. That's just such a good question. Did I use that phrase, visual communication, or did you come up with that? I'll let you claim it. Okay. Because I've said that <laughs> a lot around here, and I was like, if Torlando just pulled that out of nowhere, again, continually impressing me. But the so that that was kind of the realization, you know, we were worried about organization and then we saw, oh, there's this kind of continual communication piece and it's, it's visual, you're seeing it. And in, in, in the case of company cam, it's kind of, it's passive. You don't have to go like looking for it or digging in a folder. It's just kind of flowing in front of you and you can really take it in. And I, like to compare the importance of visual communication in as a contractor to almost the same reason that uh, your your you know 15 year old daughter is using Instagram or Snapchat or something to document that they were at the cool place with the cool people doing the cool thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the proof. <laughs> like yeah. if you just tell people that you were there, that you were having a great time, yeah, maybe they believe you or whatever, but when they can see it, then mm-hmm. it, it kind of carries that weight of like, oh yeah, like they were doing it. And that's on, for us, our, our company mission is to help build trust through truth and transparency. Mm-hmm. So we are, we are looking at what you capture on these projects. That's the truth. Again, it's geotagged, you know where it is, you know mm-hmm. when it was taken exactly and you know who took it. And that is the on the ground facts. When you share that, through your organization, you know, kind of, again, I, I speak about company cam, but it's the, it's the feeds. It's, it's that transparency, um, which brings the accountability, a lot of other things, but when it's that seeing it and having the, those that be the, the, the sort of provable true facts are so important and it communicates so much more than just, than just text, like sending someone a text message or an email. You know, at our company, which we make software, mm-hmm. we are mostly in Slack typing to each other, you know, and, right. and you can put a picture in from time to time or something to as you need to. But most of the communication we need to do is text based. Yeah. And there, there's probably, you know, every company that's going to be true to differing degrees. But when you're out building things, painting things, tearing things down, um, the, the seeing it is such a, it's so much more information and verifiable information than just getting a text saying, mm. hey, how's it going? It's going good. You know, things like yeah. that versus right. a picture right. of we've got half of it painted or things like that, that like that seeing it communicates so much more to the type to a contracting business than just messaging. And then we bring in the messaging. It's almost like we flip the importance. The yeah. visuals are the most important and the text is there uh, when you can't kind of commute, communicate everything in a picture versus almost every other way that we're communicating at least uh, is, is like kind of like text first or audio first. Right. And then the seeing it is of the secondary importance. It's something that you kind of add in periodically versus the other way around. Right, right, right. And I would, and I, and I have to, well, I mean, I, this isn't even an assumption. I just know that just from being involved with so many, you know, contractors hiring so many different people, 
um, in terms of efficiency, in terms of uh, ability, in terms of just so much, uh, a picture is just so much faster. It's it's it, easier. It's uh, you you know it's just this is what I'm working on. Boom, that's it. Right? It's like two seconds. You pull out your phone. You snap the picture. You you upload it. I don't know how it really works, but you just you just snap the picture and then you put your phone back in your pocket and you keep working. Yeah, let me give you the very quick how it works because that is important and that it kind of helps to what you're saying. So when you open our app, in the case mm -hmm. of Company Cam, it mm -hmm. it uses your GPS to basically say where are you? Are you at a project that exists? You know that you've created in the system. Or mm -hmm. do you need to create a project? And it's basically asking this question, where are you? Because we are going to organize it by where you are, uh, you know, when you're on the phone app. And so uh, if you're at a new project, it's it, it basically says, hey, you want to make a new project? You click yes. And it kind of does the Uber thing where it like drops the pin on the map, pulls the address. And it's like, oh, are you here at 1411 South 34th Street or something? Sure. And you're just like, yep. And then it creates that project. And then anytime anyone from your company goes out there again, it'll basically say, hey, looks like you're here. Are you? Yep. And then you just take the pictures and that's all you have to do. So we, hmm. we kind of moved that organizing step from after, like I'm going to upload them to mm -hmm. before. Are mm -hmm. you standing here? Mm -hmm. And that is the kind of the key thing. It's like this. Yep, I'm here. And then boom, I'm taking all these pictures, doing all this stuff. And then we, you know, there's a lot of stuff you can do with the photos that we we could get into later, but that, that simple, where are you? I'm here. Okay. Then you just take pictures. They're all going to upload store. You'll have a full timeline of that project from whoever went out there. Uh, that, that is the real core base layer of company cam. And we're kind of yeah. going into more of like building out a photo checklist. We just released that feature, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. but there's a lot more outside of that, but at the simplest level, it is just, yes, I'm here. And I'm taking photos and they're now going to be organized. We can find them forever. Uh, yeah. And that's, so, that's so how, a simple story. So how often, um, just from a workflow standpoint, because because I'm thinking about just, you know, the practicality of this. Um, I'm thinking about like, when is it necessary to to communicate visually with, you know, with the office or with the supervisor or however? How often, what's the workflow here? How often yeah. are you recommending you know, the people are taking pictures and, and communicating back with the, you know, with the office or the supervisor. Absolutely. So, you know, different trades, uh, roofing is a little different than painting is a little different than plumbing in some of these ways. Um, so we don't have, you know, our, our perfect, this is what everyone should do because it's, that mm -hmm. doesn't really exist. And we have customers mm -hmm. across, you know, 50 different trades. But what I would say is when you show up, you take a few pictures. This is what it looks like. It's kind of like it tells you when you got there, what the initial conditions are. And then uh, anytime you run into an issue, just documenting it uh, is very smart. So mm -hmm. I'm going to just use a roofing example again because it makes sense to me. Hey, we, yeah, I think we can uh, use our imaginations. <laughs> yeah. You can imagine you run into an issue. And maybe you need to go to the customer and solve a problem. Maybe, you know, there, there's all sorts of things that could spawn out of that. And so mm -hmm. if you just have a picture that's already saved, it's right in front of you, that communicates the issue. 
and it gives you the context like we would have someone at the office that would or you know maybe it was a sales rep but they would see uh oh we've got a problem we're gonna have to replace 10 sheets of plywood i'm gonna text the customer and say hey we found this rotten decking here we're gonna have to replace these just so you know it's gonna be 40 bucks a piece wanted to mm -hmm. give you that heads up type of thing mm -hmm. and instead of having someone frustrated that they're paying extra because they never mm -hmm. saw anything. They just heard about it yeah, after yeah. the fact. Now you have someone that is happy that you found this. Uh, I mean, they're not happy they had the problem, but they're happy to see that instead of having gross, rotten decking, they now have nice, clean-looking OSB. And yes. you know, when, when you're taking that photo out there, that's kind of the... It, it just allows you to keep the customer or whomever really in the loop in a way that is really visual you know like they can see it people i've been consistently surprised at how many different ind industries or trades mm -hmm. find photos so helpful even in marketing that i would have never thought but yeah what i kind of have realized is that everyone can tell the difference between old and dirty and disgusting and mm -hmm. new and clean and nice mm -hmm. uh, like yeah. that passes play off to know anything about plumbing or hvac you can just see it the change so i would just say when you arrive you take photos when you run across something either unexpected you take photos and when you leave you take photos it's mm. it's really as simple as that. Now you can get way more cutesy with it and create a bunch more steps and you may get people to follow that. But yeah. the whole, when you arrive, when you have a problem, when you leave, mm -hmm. um, and you just do a quick, this is the state of things that will cover like 99% of what you will want to have documented. Yeah. And will also give you this really, because what you end up with as you do this is a visual timeline. So yeah. if a project takes you, you know, a week or something like that, you'll see every day uh, when they arrived. Sorry, my phone was ringing there. You'll see every day when they arrived, when they left, what happened in a sense. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. that's kind of a story that you can look back on and remember in a sense when you need to because you can sort of just see it all laid out in front of you on this nice time yeah yeah no i love that i you know and in, in uh i i always used um you know scrum and, and agile in the contracting you you probably are familiar with this from your, oh, yeah you know, from the software company but i would apply it in uh in the painting company and one of the things that we did in a sprint which is just a two-week work period where we you know, pile on all the jobs and we, and we work through them, we'd have a daily stand-up meeting where we're answering three questions. What got done? What is going to, what's on, you know, our plate next? And are there any blockers in our way? And I think what you have just described is almost exactly that it's, you know, where are we at today? And if anything comes up, that's a blocker and you need help. You, you, that's... sometimes you need help overcoming those things and, you know, that visual communication, I think, is, is how you get through it, whether it's through a picture, you hop on the video, um, you know, FaceTime call or whatever. But I, that this this makes a ton of sense to me. Um, OK, so let's talk a little bit um, lastly about what kind of efficiencies are being gained through this through this process. You talked I mean, you talked a little bit about accountability. So you, you said that the guys are seeing each other's work. And you're seeing, you know, seeing all this, uh, you know, they're kind of jeering each other a little bit. Uh, but then you also mentioned 
um, efficiency. Can you speak to the efficiency of having a, a visual communication uh, system? Oh, yeah. Company? So it's hard. I, I try to be careful making up BS numbers <laughs> because yeah. I hate when people are like, oh, you're going to save $40,000 or something. And it, I'm just skeptical of that kind of stuff in general. Um, that being said, you when you can see it without having to, to drive around, to get in a complicated text thread, this kind of stuff, it, it, it's really the things that you can kind of cut out when you're able to do this visual real-time communication. Uh, so I don't, as far as price or, or, you know, how much money that saves you, mm -hmm. I would argue, and I think our customers would agree, it's, save, it's worth every dollar that they pay for a person to use it. Absolutely saves them just that in time, much less in kind of capabilities of what else you can do with it. Um, but, you know, it, it really, to me, it is that, it is, you don't have to be there nearly as much you catch things before mm -hmm. you have a real problem or you, you have a much better opportunity to catch things as they're starting to deteriorate before they have deteriorated completely. You know, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. we've had yeah. times where, oh no, we're putting the wrong color of shingles on that house or something. It's just like, yeah. okay, you would rather figure that out after you nailed down one shingle or you painted one wall than mm -hmm. when you're completely done. And, 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 and then you're like, uh oh, it, it was wrong. Now that's a kind of almost like a worst case, bad thing that can happen. Sure. But it's that kind of stuff that you see it. And then the going back and finding it, like, I think of this as almost like psychological trauma. That's probably very dramatic, but it's the, <laughs> the uncertainty in a conflict, right? So the customer might be upset about something. Your, your guy's like, well, we didn't do that. Or, you know, and there's a bunch of, different people with different arguments when you're having a conflict. And if you have documentation showing this is what it was like before, this is what we did. This is how we left it. And that's that either, you know, we clearly did it. We clearly mm -hmm. didn't do it. You just can get yourself out of, uh, you can get yourself out of these disputes that just kind of like weigh on you. And it's, it's really hard to explain, but the, the general almost anxiety that you carry, like I've watched my mm -hmm. dad carry this around for like 40 years or something. Yeah. Probably not. I mean, he, he, but let's say 37 years or something as he's run this company is you're worried about what's going on. You want yeah. to know that it will get done, that it's not going to get leaked on overnight, that this thing isn't going to happen. That thing isn't going to happen. Or, and it's like, when you're looking at it, and seeing it, you just, you are carrying a lot less of that weight. And I yeah. don't know how to price that, but I hear it from people all the time. I cannot imagine going back to before this, because mm. now that I, I see it, I know it. I mean, I had a guy stop one of our, our CFO, our kind of finance guy. Uh, someone stopped him in Vegas on the street. He was wearing one of our shirts. Uh, he was down there for some uh, like trade show or something. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. one of our customers saw him and was like, Oh, company cam. I love company cam. You're the reason I'm can be here. And he was like showing us the mm -hmm. work that was getting done while, yeah. while he was down at this thing. And it was, it was just this for him. It was like this sort of freedom of, I'm not really, I'm not weighted down by all the stuff that's happening here. I, I can kind of, 
I can be elsewhere. I can, but I can still see it all. And I still know that it's going well. And I know that if there is a problem, I'm going to see it. I'm not going to hear about it, uh, you know, down the road or something like that. Sorry, that was very long. And I don't know how to put numbers to this stuff, uh, particularly well. I mean, sometimes we'll figure out five hours or things like that, but it's just much more of the, uh, the, 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 the problems that you avoid and you, you don't really even realize that you're going to avoid those type of problems. It's the, it's the, the, when, when you know more, you feel kind of less worry or anxiety about how things are going. And it does feel yeah. a lot more scalable. You were talking about like software, yeah, totally. you know, we're all like that scalability. And a lot of what people say is like, you know, we've grown and I can't imagine how I would manage this much going on if I didn't have this thing that kind of pulled it all together and like boxed it up so I could really see all of it. So, right. I mean, that's a, sorry, this is trying not to make this thing. A no, huge. you're good. You're I good. really well, believe in what we're doing and that, you know, it really is going to make this big difference for people. Yeah. Yeah. And what, what is coming to me, you know, beyond the, beyond the efficiency side of things is really getting back to your, your mission, which is that high trust factor being able to trust that your good name isn't going to be sullied out there because you can't be on every job site. And that's the reality of where we're at today because the demand is so freaking high and we're trying to, you know, staff up and it's possible, it's possible to grow. It's impossible to get the jobs, but, but the fear is, you know, are, is this crew going to be able to do it as good as, as I can? Are they going to be able to, is my A, is my B crew, if I send out my B crew, are they going to be able to do it as well as my A crew? But it sounds like this high trust and high account or this high accountability factor that comes from this eye in the sky that's kind of always, always watching, always examining the, the quality of your work. And not only that, it's peer reviewed and it's customer reviewed, right? So you've got all of this, that- all this accountability factor happening. And that allows you as the owner to just trust that the 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 mechanism and the job is just gonna absolutely now i try to avoid the whole like eye in the sky sauron thing i mean there (laughs) there is that element of like hey it's it's here everyone can see it and you know that that transparency like you said Mm -hmm, to the accountability mm -hmm. and the trust but from the side you know most of my perspective on this why we did it it was around the management the the Mm -hmm, thinking mm -hmm. from the owner's mindset versus the the person in the field that's doing the work and in documenting it yeah Um, but it sounds like you've made it more social over time that you know especially with the feed absolutely and what for there is this communication piece and there and and they can see it too you know that's the other thing now there's permissions and things that you can change but sure um for the person who's out there, I want to give the like, you know, the 30 second, hey, this is why they want it. And right now, if you pick up anyone's phone who works out in the field, they're going to have pictures of like painted rooms, this thing's wrong. And then they'll have their kids doing cartwheels and God mm-hmm. knows what you're going to find in there. But, you know, they have a mess. It's their personal phone and all of their work photos and all the stuff they're capturing. It's all happening and it's mixed in with their personal life. Oh, and yeah. what company cam does is it creates this nice, clean separation for them. So they capture the photos in company cam. It's not on their camera roll, taking up space on their phone. It's mm-hmm. in this system over here. Um, uh, it's not, it's, it's just, it's simple and clean for them. And it provides this nice distinction between work and their personal life. And then back to the owner perspective, if that person gets fired, if they quit, if they run off with your phone 
and mm-hmm. move to Canada or, you know, whatever. Um, you have all of that saved. You, you know, you've lost, I mean, maybe you've lost other things. Maybe they took your nice new paintbrush like you were talking about. Yeah. What they didn't take is the photos that were saved on their phone, information that they that you may need. It's sort of, it, it's just this nice separation for everyone between the phone that we use for our personal lives for everything and uh, the stuff we're doing at work. Keeping that distinct is a big part of the value to the person in the field capturing. And uh, it's it makes it so simple for them that they don't feel like it's a pain to do it. It's not oh, I got to do this and then do this process and that. It's, it's just a simple, clean thing. It's a yeah. work thing and it gets done. So that's the end right of my on. pitch. Sorry for pitching for the right last, on. you know, 47 minutes. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, I mean, so honestly, so I usually I tell people um, don't don't freaking pitch on my show. <laughs> <laughs> but, I don't think you told I, me that. Otherwise, no, I, I didn't. But I, but I have to be honest, um, you know, I think that uh, that that the the utility here is is really compelling to me and um especially in the way that we've presented it i mean just to kind of recap we talked about being able to organize um documentate the the photos and we know that especially in painting because it's such visual eye candy it's important for uh marketing purposes it's important for um just understanding knowing what we're what we're doing like okay it says an entry but is it a vaulted entry do i need a like what size ladder do i need all that kind of stuff um, I don't think that you're going to have a hard time uh, convincing people that the, that using more photos in their daily processes is a is a good idea. That's not that's not hard to to understand. Um, I honestly feel okay that you're you know that you're you're doing a good job of of uh, convincing me at least. Um, I don't mind this. But what I wanted what I wanted to kind of wrap up on this is that. Uh, uh, by all means, you know, support company cam because they are an industry partner and you've got a deal for us right now. Don't you, you want to tell us about yeah, that? So we, yes, our marketing team is super smart and they made a page for anyone that's listening to this podcast. It's called company cam company slash paint ed. So if you go to company cam.com slash paint ed or painted is how it looked to me when I saw it. Until it's paint ed uh, people. Don't, explained don't, it to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, uh, now I'm going to get thrown off the podcast. Yeah. No, forget so it. We're canceling this. Slash paint ed. Um, that will give you, uh, we, we always do a two week free trial. And then if you decide to keep sticking around and using company cam, um, it will give you 50% off your first two months. And just as a way to, Hey, get in, try it out. Uh, there's also like a free tier. So if you have less than, you know, three people, it'll let you do up to 50 projects for free. Take as many photos on those, you know, so you don't you're not going to lose anything that you put in there. We very much are saying, hey, if you think this is going to be valuable, great. You can pay us. If you don't, you can dabble with it and use it and, and you know, just see how it's going to work. But uh, if you go to that link, companycam.com slash paint ed, you'll get that deal. And then we'll know who came from this podcast and we'll be able to pat Orlando on the back and uh, thank him for letting me. Uh, hustle on here but i that's the problem with me is i don't even think that i'm selling <laughs> i mean I, I i just like i just like it and i believe in it and i get too excited talking about it that uh i i i, I find myself roughly selling it but we're all selling everything i heard yeah, you no you're fine podcast, you're fine there, man, there's you are like you know what i thought in the first five minutes i want to hire torlando I want to figure out what, how much they're paying him over there. No, we'll, we'll catch, we'll catch up on that later. You, you yeah, stay, out, <laughs> you, we, uh, stay on periodics. Like, no, 
uh anyway man I'm all right well thank you so much luke uh company cam go check it out like you said companycam.com backslash paint ed thanks luke for being on the show we appreciate you glad to be here thanks orlando all right there you have it folks luke hansen from company cam uh cool dude uh, I'll tell you what, that mustache rivals uh, Jason Paris, you know, our uh, our uh, esteemed uh, PCA chair. Uh, what a cool guy. Um, I I'm kind of convinced, honestly, um, I, I felt like this was a this was a really good um, use of uh, technology. Um, visually things, you know, you have to be able to communicate visually. You have to be able to communicate uh, to your crew in the field. So by all means, um, go check that out. A uh, little little housekeeping from uh, you know from uh, on my end, Paint Ed. Um, if you want to watch more of these episodes, go to pcapainted.com backslash overdrive. Overdrive is where we house all of the video content, all of these great um, things that we've been talking about. Great people that we're bringing on. Um, we have over four hours of video content, bonus content, stuff that's in the field, uh, cool folks on there. It's $5.99 a month. Um, if you are not a PCA member, it's free if you are a member. Such a great, great opportunity. Don't forget to apply for those industry awards. Uh, we uh, we want to see you down there in Florida. Uh, I'm so excited to get back in the action. We will, uh, I'm sure we will uh, share some uh, uh, some refreshments uh, down there. So let's, let's, uh, let's see each other down in Florida. And for now, my name is Torlando. This has been paint paint ed podcasts are produced by the painting contractors association and is made possible by members and industry partners to find out more about upcoming education opportunities, or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCA paint ed.org.